You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by The Book Guide. Dad used to be a Wall Street broker, and he still handles stocks for a few of Greenville's more prominent citizens, including several on the school board. The councilman job takes only a few days a month most of the year, so Dad drives a cab most days. I asked him once why he did it, since his investments keep the wolf from the door even without Mom's home jewelry business, and he said he liked meeting new people. You'd think that nearly getting fired might have thrown a scare into Mr. Dimas and gotten him to back off a little, but no such luck. His idea for this year's social studies final was pretty extreme, even for him. He divided our class into ten teams of three each, blindfolded us again, he was big on blindfolds, and had a school bus drop us off at random places in the city. We were supposed to find our way to various checkpoints within a certain time without maps. One of the other teachers asked what this had to do with social studies, and Mr. Dimas said that everything was social studies. He confiscated all cell phones, phone cards, credit cards, and cash, so we couldn't call for rides or take buses or cabs. We were on our own. And that was where it all began. It's not like we were in any real danger. Downtown Greenville isn't downtown L.A. or New York or even downtown Decatur, Illinois. The worst that might happen would be an old lady clobbering us with her purse if one of us was foolish enough to try to help her across 42nd Avenue. Still, I was partnered with Rowena Danvers and Ted Russell, which meant that this was going to be interesting. The school bus pulled away in a cloud of diesel smoke, and we took our blindfolds off. We were downtown. That much was obvious. It was the middle of the day, a chilly October afternoon. Traffic, both foot and car, was pretty light. I immediately looked for the street sign, which said we were on the corner of Sheckley Boulevard and C-Mac Street. And I knew where we were. This was such a surprise that I was tongue-tied for a moment. I was the kid who could get lost going to the corner mailbox, but I knew where this was. We were standing right across the street and down the block from the dentist, where Jenny and I had both had our teeth cleaned just a couple of days before. Before I could say anything, Ted pulled out the card Mr. Dimas had given each of us on which was written the location where we were to be picked up. We have to get to the corner of Maple and Whale, he said. Hey, maybe we can get your dad to pick us up, Harker. This is all you have to know about Ted Russell. He wouldn't be able to spell IQ. Not because he's dumb, which he is, as a bag of rocks, but because he couldn't be bothered. He was a year older than me due to having been kept back. I knew I would get nothing but the kind of jokes even grade schoolers would roll their eyes at from him. But I was willing to put up with Russell, obnoxious jerk that he was, to be here, to be anywhere, with Rowena Danvers. I suppose there may have been prettier, smarter, just generally nicer girls at Greenville High, but I'd never bothered looking for them. As far as I was concerned, Rowena was the only girl for me. But after two years of trying, I had failed to convince Rowena that I was anything more than a minor extra in the movie of her life. It wasn't that she hated me, or even disliked me. I wasn't important enough to warrant that. I doubt that we'd exchanged more than five sentences during the entire school year, and probably four of those five were along the lines of, Excuse me, but you dropped this, or I'm sorry, were you sitting here? Not exactly the stuff of which great romances are made, although I treasured every one of them. But now, just maybe, I could change that. I could become more than an anonymous blip on her radar. I was practically 15, and she was my honest-to-goodness first love. I mean it. 
Or I thought I did at the time. It wasn't just a crush. I wasn't simply in love with Rowena Danvers. I was madly, deeply, passionately in love. I even told my parents how I felt, and that took guts. If she ever noticed me, I said to them, this would be one of the great love affairs of the century. They could see I was serious, and they didn't even tease me. They got it. They wished me luck. I would be Tristran, and she would be Isult, whoever they were. That was what Dad said. I would be Sid, and she would be Nancy. Whoever they were, that was what Mom said. I wanted to impress Rowena Danvers, and so what if demonstrating that I knew how to cross a street in the right direction wasn't exactly the stuff that Shakespeare was made of? I'd take what I could get. I said, I know where we are. Ted and Rowena looked at me dubiously. Yeah, right. I'd sooner put the blindfold back on. Come on, Rowena, Ted said, taking her arm. Everybody knows that Harker couldn't find his butt with both hands tied behind him. She pulled her arm free and looked at me. I could see that she didn't relish walking five or six blocks.